Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions. I'm your host, Gold Knight, and I am back after about an eight-month hiatus. Uh, things have been going a little strange uh, in life with uh, with the COVID-19 and everything going on. And honestly, um, it's just been something a little, little crazy, just back and forth. Um, I got a new house. We, uh, not too long ago, my wife and I got married. Um, and honestly, it has been just a crazy bit of time. So honestly, uh, I don't even know if I've necessarily had the time to, uh, to record things. I've been basically streaming and at times, uh, haven't even been doing that recently, uh, working my normal day job and then actually, I picked up a uh, a job at the uh, at the school um, at a college locally that uh, doing esports coaching. Uh, so that is honestly uh, something I can't remember exactly what I've told you guys before. But pretty much uh, our biggest thing is just uh, getting back on the horse, getting back to doing stuff as uh, things are kind of. Uh, I guess calming down right now, and I'm trying to find, uh, you know, what I'm, what I like to do now, um, and get back into that kind of stuff. So, podcasting has always been something that I've liked. Um, you know, this these episodes have been amazing. Um, you know, I love talking and just figuring things out with you guys. Um, so, and eventually, hopefully, with all this, we uh, we might get some hosts or some, I guess, co-hosts and that kind of stuff um for this uh podcast and all these different kinds of things we might get some guests we might get some new things that are going on um we'll figure it out as we go on but before we get into everything um do my little spiel uh i want to say thank you to all of you for listening um any of you who have come back um after this (laughs) eight month hiatus basically seven month hiatus and um honestly it's been great um, I'm glad that you guys are here listening. That's what's actually driving me, uh, to see, Hey, I just put this out and there's already been, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 people that's been watching and listening. It's honestly amazing. Um, honestly, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really nice to be able to see, okay, good. This person's out there. Um, there's other people out there who are interested in hearing what I have to say, which is, weird to me but um honestly guys this podcast is available where you can find all the other podcasts that you like to listen to um you know it's available on spotify on uh anchor which i guess now is owned by spotify um it's on itunes it's on or apple podcasts if that's how it is now um all these different kinds of things that they're on right now which is amazing um Leave me a review if you're on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts. It seriously helps to get this podcast noticed. I definitely uh, do appreciate it. And anywhere else you can find us, uh, just make sure to follow the podcast so you can get updates if after months and months I post again and you guys will get a notification. Uh, you'll get a notification. You'll get a pop-up that there's a new, there's a new posting, new uh new podcast there for you so also guys if you're an anchor um there is something that is 
kind of like sub subbing on uh, Twitch. Um, if you guys know what that is, um, especially I assume if you're watching League of Legends, uh, listening to <laughs> League of Legends podcasts and everything that you know what Twitch uh, is. Um, but you could become a subscriber to the podcast. Uh, it's kind of like a Twitch subscription where um, it kind of it's a couple bucks a month. You can subscribe, you can support. And honestly, it's really a good thing for, uh, you know, to help everything go on. Um, eventually, I can get a better mic, get a better setup, get that kind of stuff. Um, and any bit of help is just fantastic. And your support will help me keep making this podcast. Um, you know, like I said, the episodes will get better and better quality with more support. Um, but before we get into everything else, uh, I want to say... Just thank you again. <laughs> it is great um, to be back recording and all of this right now. I think today we're going to talk about the Team Liquid uh, and TSM uh, playoff game that we just had, um, as well as the EG 100 Thieves, um, which has been just great. Playoffs this year has been pretty interesting um, on the upper bracket, <laughs> lower bracket. That makes sense. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into all these playoffs and uh, and what's been going on. I'll, I'll I'll break this stuff down for you guys, and uh, we'll get right into it. All right, so playoffs started off with Evil Geniuses versus Dignitas. Um, this series was very, very just, I guess, interesting. Um, it went a little bit uh, more one-sided than I expected, um, with EG just being so aggressive, uh, Jazuke and um, Danny just popping right off. Honestly, it's great. And I honestly think that uh, Impact, um, EG's top laner, is just honestly one of the best top laners out there. Um, he might be top three as I'm kind of looking at everything. Yeah, definitely probably top three, if not top four um, in top laners. I mean, he's always been great, especially his time on TL, his time on C9, everything like that has just been so, I think he's been so consistent. Uh, he's a, he's a weak, weak side player. If he needs to be he's a strong side player when he needs to be, um, and honestly, I think the EG Dig series was just, you know, it was one-sided. The one game that, uh, that Dig did win, it was just kind of, it wasn't really, it was convincing, but not like, it wasn't, it didn't give enough hope. Um, it was just kind of a, oh, well, all right, I guess that's, you know, there has to be one at least, right? So then we went on to the C9 versus Team Liquid, uh, series there which honestly i wasn't sure um c9 had been one of these one of the hardest players or one of the hardest teams that team liquid had been going up against this whole uh this whole year honestly um i don't think team liquid has won against them since uh since those 
since the three or two games in a row back in um, back in the spring finals, I believe it was. Um, yeah, they hadn't won a game since then. Um, so they've, I think it was five straight that they lost to Cloud9. Um, and it just seemed like Cloud9 had T- Team Liquid's number. And honestly, the the way that Team Liquid fought in this series was amazing. Um, it was control the early game. It was control the pace of the game. And honestly, that was really cool to see. Um, team Liquid has never been necessarily a early game team. Uh, so it was interesting to see them kind of just step it up. Um, as a Sejuani main myself, the three games, I think it was three games, if not just two, that um, Santorin played on uh, Sejuani is, was just amazing. And honestly, it was a dream game for Sejuani. Um, the, the play that he made, that said that Santorin made, not Sejuani, <laughs> as Sejuani he played, uh, where he, uh, I think it was game three, where they saved the game with the, um, no, it must have game, yeah, it was game four then. Um, it was to save the whole series, basically. He uh, jumped over the wall, smited the Baron, got it. I've made that play as Sanjuani probably 15, 20 times. It's, it feels so good. Something about Sanjuani's, like, dash, I think, has something to do with that. Um, the speed of it, the, I don't know, something about it. It just feels nice to, to hit that. And honestly, the just the way that the teams matched up, I was very interested. Like, they, I think one of the things that they really exploited was um, Cloud9's real strong side, strong area of the map has always been, um, well, like, even, even before perks and everything like that, it was the bottom lane. It was Ven and Mithy, and then it was Ven and Vulcan. And honestly, <laughs> it was like that was what before had always been the kind of like the thing that stood out for for Cloud Nine. Um, their top lane had been okay back then. Um, Licorice was really good, you know, domestically. He wasn't he wasn't slamming things a lot of you know slamming matchups all the time, um, but he was consistent enough to allow the bottom lane to be able to just keep winning. But since the introduction of perks, which I think could be part of this issue here, um, perks has demanded a lot of the resources away from the bottom lane. Zen has always been one of those players who, if, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's his way or the highway, but it's something that he needs to, um, that he needs to basically dictate the game pace he needs to he needs to have resources to accelerate him to the next level um and honestly with that it just worked you know it it, before it worked and it was no problem but with perks being in and those allocated resources are being put somewhere else in the mid lane um or even sometimes as fudge in the top lane um zen doesn't feel as dominant so the the fact that they they just completely cordoned off bot lane basically had um, core JJ roam around the map all the time, especially in the fourth game as Shen. Um, it was just ridiculous that they were able to 
break the bottom lane apart and say, this isn't how you're going to win. And because you're not going to win in the bottom lane, you're not going to win the top. You're not going to win mid lane because I'm going to take my my support from bottom lane. I'm just going to handshake that lane with you, with the you know with Zven and tactical, and we'll just transition that into the next stage of being let's go mid. Um, and the amount of times that they got the first bloods on. Perks and they were able to just kind of keep him down where the lane is where the resources are like really allocated now. It was able to just work and it was good. It was really just interesting to see that that ended up working out. And the pace was basically if you won that early game, you won the game. Um, So if you were able to put Perks behind, he wasn't able to do anything as Viego, he wasn't able to do anything as. Oriana, whatever. Okay, you're good to go. Um, so honestly, that was honestly something that I thought was really good. Um, thinking more about it too, honestly, I think Blabber was one of the ones who kind of choked a bit. He uh, and it seems like he does this a lot in the series that uh, that they've lost in the past, even the ones they've won. Um, if you take a look back to the spring series, um, the spring finals with Team Liquid and Cloud9, um, it seemed like, honest to me, it seemed like Blabber was just not up to snuff. Um, and it just didn't look good. Um, he was always kind of jumpy. He would not use, you know, not use something at the right time. He would, his decision making was just off. Um, I don't know if it's nerves. I mean, he's still a young player. Um, he's not the youngest player out there, obviously. Um, but he is still pretty young. He's he's had really good regular seasons. But when it comes to the um, just the turnaround and everything for playoffs, he just, for some reason, doesn't, doesn't keep well. Um, and I think he's a liability, at least, for Cloud9 when it comes to playoffs. So I'll be interesting to see where it comes, you know, where everything kind of comes full circle, if it does, for uh, the f- for next season and everything. If Cloud9 doesn't make it to Worlds, I think there's going to be some, you know, their roster is going to be pretty blown up, if I had to guess. Okay, so then we break into the next series, which... I don't think many people watched, um, to be honest. It's uh, Dignitas versus Immortals. Dignitas versus Immortals was not supposed to work this way, but it did. Um, Immortals was the team that was automatically seeded into the lower bracket, while Dignitas um, actually was ahead of them and ended up falling, you know, falling into the lower bracket. So you'd think, you know, Transitive properties. Okay, you're ahead of me in the standings, so you should be better than me. Well, let's you know, let's see how that goes. It should be a competitive match, and it wasn't. Um, Immortals pretty much just stepped on Dig and just kept stepping. So I don't think that it was really. Um, it just it Yasui. Like I don't I don't agree with the whole Yasui versus Saligo thing. Um, Neo just wasn't able to get going, really. And I'm interested to see where this dig roster goes. Um, 
I think part of what might be kind of going on is that Immortals, doesn't Immortals have uh, Dardock as a uh, coach now? So, I mean, that could be something as, hey, this is what Dig does. Uh, this is how to beat them. And then you go from there. Um, so I honestly think that was something that they were able to kind of get. And so I didn't expect Immortals to win. Um, I, or maybe I, I don't know. Immortals doesn't just doesn't seem like a playoffs team. I know that they literally are a playoffs team, but I just think that there is something out there that just isn't just right. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't like. I mean, Revenge. I have no problem. Like he's he's like he's not he's not top lane like he's not top tier top lane caliber yet. Um, Zersei, I just feel like. It's just kind of he kind of gets overlooked because Zersei is was really good over in Europe, and he's not anymore. So <laughs> I'm confused. Um, and then just like uh, who's their mid laner? Um, Insanity. He's all right. Not you know knocking things out of the water right now. And Destiny and Rays probably are the best. Or Rays and Destiny are probably the best of that team. Um, at least from like that I that I see that show up quite often, um, so that's I think where you know Immortal stands. I definitely don't think they're taking down. I think it's Cloud Nine that they're going up against. No TSM. They're not taking down TSM. But I've heard I'm um, through the grapevine and you know through different shows and everything that Immortals is just legitimately slapping TSM um, that they've been beating him in scrims just constantly and I don't know why um, so I'm wondering what is going on if I mean scrim results aren't always the thing that works to like oh well, of course that's what that's what's gonna win um, so we'll see you know as this as it plays out this weekend but um, let's get into the new series so new series on Friday um, was C9 versus Golden Guardians completely like there's no doubt that Cloud9 was going to win. Um, I don't even think Golden Guardians had a chance to even take a game. Um, it just didn't seem competitive um, at all. And it was like, all right, C9 looks better, uh, but they're better against a worse team. So... Of course, they would look better. They should look better. Um, but there's still some kind of little little bits of stuff that I'm like, is C9 okay? Like, like they're not like they're not horrible, but are, are they okay? They need to fix these things before they get further on into the um, get you know further on against you know other teams that are coming down. So, all right. So then we had on that Saturday we had immortal or not immortals hundred thieves versus Evil Geniuses. And this was a really good series. Um, the the It didn't even feel like really there was much throwing, per se. It was just like 100 Thieves played decent. Not what not great, but they played decent. Uh, Evil Geniuses played not up to where they should and where they could be. Um, and I honestly think EG kind of choked it. Um, not really necessarily on their like not really their fault you know there is 
there's draft, there's all this that, you know, things just ended up going bad. Um, but 100 Thieves, not a, I wouldn't even say a convincing win, but when they were winning, it was okay. Well, yeah, 100 Thieves won here. Um, I think most of it was literally ban Viego and you're good to go. Um, ban Viego is too ridiculous. Um, I think during Worlds, if unless we're playing, I don't know what patch we're playing Worlds on. If Worlds is going to be played on like any of these patches right here before he gets uh, basically just nerfed into the ground, that I think Viego is going to be perma banned because um, you can't give that to you know you can't give that to closer you can't give that to um, you know even blabber pretty much um, in in Europe I've seen Viego just destroy inspired is amazing on it. And you just have to basically not be, you know, dumb and just ban it. Um, and then you're good to go because that's what Team Liquid did. They just banned it in the next series. Um, speaking of the next series, we have Team Liquid versus TSM, which is a matchup that I did not expect to go the way it did. Um, TSM had been looking strong um, and they were, I mean, I mean, yeah, of course they were first, <laughs> their first place. Um, but it wasn't ever, I don't know. I feel when I was looking at TSM, I was like, why are they first place? And it just kept going. Why? Why is it first place? Why, why are they there? And I couldn't really put my finger on it. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with Spica. A lot of it had to do with Power of Evil. Um, Huni was playing pretty well. Um, not anything like gangbusters, but it was all right. And uh, and I think Team Liquid just played so much better in this series. Um, it wasn't the same even style that Team Liquid played against Cloud9. Um, it pretty much was. I'm going. We're going to win. Like it wasn't win early game, take all that. You know, we're going to all set. Um, TSM was trying to in these games attack Alfari. They've seen before Cloud9 in the finals literally just destroyed back in spring finals destroyed Alfari in lane took him down and then look he's gone. Now he's mental boomed he's not in summer for the first six weeks or whatever and look he's you know or he played one game got subbed out and he's gone. Um, so of course well, that, why don't you just you know just jump on Alfari, you'll be good to go. Who cares? Um, but they tried it, and it didn't work. Um, a lot of times, Team Liquid is able to just stabilize. They were able to have more people there on time. Um, again, it was Core JJ and his roams that really helped out. Um, I don't think Lost is at all the caliber of like Zven on C9, where you know you can do this isolation and then just have it work. Um, sword art just wasn't seeming to have the same impact that Core JJ did. Um, you know, there was times that sword art just seemed like, all right, well, I'm here, but I don't really feel like I should be fighting here. While Team Liquid was kind of like, oh no, we're no, we're we're doing this, we're fighting right now, we're going, let's go. Um, you know, and they were dictating the pace. Uh, a couple games, I watched Team Liquid just say, well, yeah, we could get you know, 
We could get third Drake. We could get Soul. Or we could end the game. Let's just end the game. And it was good. Like that's that's the right play there. Um, you know, you the correct the objective right play, which I think actually might even just be not objective. No. Objective, subjective. The correct play, the completely correct play is to just end the game there. And that's what they did a couple times. Um, basically saying, like, I, I, why stall this game out longer? You're good to go. Just just send it at this point. Um, and honestly, the one game that TSM won, I don't think it was anything that, like, Team Liquid really has to worry necessarily about. Um, it's just, it's they basically just got, ended up getting um, kind of outplayed in the game um you know a couple different throws from team liquid but i don't really think it had much merit as being uh you know oh well see they're just keep they keep dropping a game they keep dropping game threes well i think if anything it's team liquid going eh, let's see if this works again oh, okay it does all right great let's keep going oh it failed again okay because you know the other team's adapting all right let's change it up then and let's try something else um, and that's, and it works. Um, but honestly, I think looking up into the matches, um, that'll be going up, you know, in the next week, um, we end up having EG versus cloud nine, which will be very interesting. Um, I think that I, I honestly think that honestly, probably C9, um, will win that. Uh, just because that's just how they play and that's how they win is C9. Um, Evil Geniuses, if they really can step up their game, Jazuke was really good, um, but if Jazuke can slap perks around, that would be ideal. That's how Jensen won the matchup. You need to slap perks around and you need to draw pressure to that mid lane. Um, and honestly, that would be good. Um, you know, so... Let's see how this works. I don't think the top lane is as volatile as, like, someday as Fudge. Um, Fudge can really, you know, push you around, push impact around, but I don't think that's going to be as bad as someday and just the bullying that impact went through. Um, I do think they need to kind of get him off of just straight tanks, give him Renekton if you can, um, and just try to get him into that role of, engage but also like have his own agency not have to worry about other people to do damage for him and then we go into tsm versus immortals again i don't think immortals has a lot here um looking down their roster i don't think that there is any spot that they can actually compete in maybe bot lane um with how kind of poor lost performances have been um, he threw that series against TSM, basically, or against Team Liquid, basically. Um, there's multiple times he could have flashed different, you know, could have flashed Bartles, he could have flashed um, stuns, he could have flashed a little bit earlier and not have worried about things. Um, so maybe the bottom lane is where we go, but <laughs> I just can't, I literally cannot imagine a, a world where Immortals gets, you know, gets the chance to almost make it to the finals, um, especially this iteration of it. You know, old Immortals with Hooney and Rainover and 
McSmithy and all, or no, well, there was a McSmithy run, but there was Hooney and Rainover and all that. That was great. That was a good time. But not this Immortals, not Revenge, not Xersei, not Insanity. I don't see Insanity beating POE. I think POE will smack him around. Um, unless Immortals just comes and shows up on the day. That would be fantastic to see. But I do think the real gem of the weekend is going to be 100 Thieves versus Team Liquid. Um, I mean, it's two of the best-looking teams right now. Um, Team Liquid been changing it up over the past two weekends, um, you know, figuring things out. And I honestly think that, like that's hats off to Team Liquid's analysts and everything like that because, honestly, the, the ability to change up the way you're playing but not completely, like, look terrible in the first two games or whatever as you're getting into it. It's that's great to see. Um, looking at the matchups, top lane, I think it might be a little even with someday and Alfari, a little more Alfari based um, junglers. I definitely think it's Santorin based closer. If he gets, you know, Viego, he gets Olaf, then he could he could run rampant. But I don't really think you have to worry about that too, too much. Um, I think Team Liquid will, will play a little safer, will play and ban a little bit safer as well. Um, mid lane, I definitely think Jensen just slaps Abadage around. Um, and bottom lane, FBI and who he is the carry in that lane, I would say. FBI is good. Um, and Tactical is actually not great on Team Liquid. Um, I honestly think Tactical is one of the weak spots in Team Liquid. Um, you know, he can make really crappy decisions and make really just the positioning just sometimes not great. Um, so maybe there's a little bit more favor in the bottom lane um, as Team Liquid is kind of more top-centric, mid-centric, basically. And I'm interested to see where Core goes. Um, I think who he can really follow him. Uh, but I don't know if who he and FBI would be better to just slam the lane earlier and just figure that out. But that's what I'm looking at, guys. Um, I definitely think the finals will most likely be, if this all pans out, it'll probably be Cloud9 Team Liquid probably again. And then I see Team Liquid winning that again, um, but maybe in a 3-2. But I think that'll do it for today's episode, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give it a, uh, a like, a follow, a review, any of that kind of stuff. And uh, honestly, I will see you guys in the next episode. And I am excited to be back. It was fun to, uh, to talk League of Legends, talk esports, talk you know, competitive esports. And it's just, it's just fun to get back into that. So I appreciate it. I will talk to you guys in the next episode and we'll be good to go. Peace.